are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. Biodiversity is the degree of variation of life forms within a given species, ecosystem, biome, or an entire planet. Biodiversity is a measure of the health of ecosystems. Biodiversity is, in part, a function of climate. In terrestrial habitats, tropical regions are typically rich, where polar regions support fewer species. Rapid environmental changes typically cause mass extinctions. One estimate is less than 1% of the species that have existed on Earth are still alive today. Since life began on Earth, five major mass extinctions and several minor events have led to large and sudden drops in biodiversity. The Phanerozoic Eon, which is the last 540 million years, marked a rapid growth in biodiversity via the Cambrian Explosion, a period during which the majority of multicellular phyla first appeared. The next 400 million years included repeated massive biodiversity losses classified as mass extinction events. In the Carboniferous, rainforest collapse led to a great loss of plant and animal life.
the Permian-Triassic extinction event 251 million years ago was the worst. Vertebrae recovery took 30 million years. The most recent, the Cretaceous-Paleogene extinction event, occurred 65 million years ago and has often attracted more attention than others because it has resulted in the extinction of the dinosaurs. The period since the emergence of humans has displayed an ongoing biodiversity reduction and an accompanying loss of genetic diversity. Named the Holocene extinction, the reduction is caused primarily by human impacts, particularly habitat destruction. Conversely, Biodiversity impacts human health in a number of ways, both positively and negatively. The United Nations designated the years 2011 through 2020 as the United Nations Decade on Biodiversity. Biodiversity is most commonly used to replace the more clearly defined and long-established terms species diversity and species richness. Biologists most often define biodiversity as the totality of genes, species, and ecosystems of a region. An advantage of this definition is that it seems to describe most circumstances and presents a unified view of the traditional three levels at which biological variety has been identified. Species diversity, ecosystem diversity, and genetic diversity. There is now a fourth level molecular diversity. The 1992 United Nations Earth Summit defined biological diversity as the variability among living organisms from all sources, including terrestrial, marine, and other aquatic ecosystems, and the ecological complexes of which they are part. This includes diversity within species, between species, and of ecosystems. Geneticists 
define it as the diversity of genes and organisms. They study processes such as mutations, gene transfer, and geome dynamics that generate evolution. Biodiversity is not evenly distributed. Rather, it varies greatly across the globe, as well as within regions. Among other factors, the diversity of all living things depends on temperature, precipitation, altitude, soils, geography, and the presence of other species. The study of the spatial distribution of organisms, species, and ecosystems is the science of biogeography. Diversity consistently measures higher in the tropics and in other localized regions such as Cape Floristic regions and lower in polar regions generally. Rainforests that have had wet climates for a long time have particularly high biodiversity. Terrestrial biodiversity is up to 25 times greater than ocean biodiversity. Although a recent discovered method put the total number of species on Earth at 8.7 million, of which 2.1 million were estimated to live in the ocean. Generally, there is an increase in biodiversity from the poles to the tropics. Thus, localities at lower latitudes have more species than localities at higher latitudes. This is often referred to as the latitudinal gradient in species diversity. Several ecological mechanisms may contribute to the gradient, but the ultimate factor behind many of them is the greater mean temperature at the equator compared to that of the poles. Even though terrestrial biodiversity declines from the equator to the poles, some studies claim that this characteristic is unverified in aquatic ecosystems, especially in marine ecosystems. The latitudinal distribution of parasites does not follow this rule. A biodiversity hotspot is a region 
with a high level of endemic species that is under threat from humans. While hotspots are spread all over the world, the majority are forest areas and most are located in the tropics. Brazil's Atlantic Forest is considered one such hotspot, containing roughly 20,000 plant species, 1,350 vertebrates, and millions of insects, about half of which occur nowhere else on the planet. The island of Madagascar particularly the unique Madagascar dry deciduous forests and lowland rainforests, possesses a high ratio of endemism. Since the island separated from mainland Africa 65 million years ago, many species and ecosystems have evolved independently Indonesia's 17,000 islands cover 735,355 square miles, contain 10% of the world's flowering plants, 12% of mammals, and 17% of reptiles, amphibians, and birds, along with nearly 240 million people. Many regions of high biodiversity and or endemism arises from specialized habitats which require unusual adaptations. For example, alpine environments in high mountains or northern European peat bogs. Accurately measuring differences in biodiversity can be difficult. Selection bias amongst researchers may contribute to biased empirical research for modern estimates of biodiversity. Biodiversity is the result of 3.5 billion years of evolution. The origin of life has not been definitely established by science. However, some evidence suggests that life may have already been well established only a few hundred million years after the formation of the Earth. Until approximately 600 million years ago, all life consisted of archaea, bacteria, protozoans, and similar single-celled organisms. The history of biodiversity during the Phanerozoic, the last 
540 million years. Starts with rapid growth during the Cambrian explosion, a period during which nearly every phylum of multicellular organisms first appeared. Over the next 400 million years or so, invertebrate diversity showed little overall trend, and vertebrate diversity shows an overall exponential trend. This dramatic rise in diversity was marked by periodic massive losses of diversity, classified as mass extinction events. A significant loss occurred when rainforest collapsed in the Carboniferous. The worst was the Permo-Triassic extinction 250 million years ago. Vertebrates took 30 million years to recover from this event. The fossil record suggests that the last few million years featured the greatest biodiversity in history. However, not all scientists support this view, since there is uncertainty as to how strongly the fossil record is biased by greater ability and preservation of recent geologic sections. Some scientists believe that, corrected for sampling artifacts, modern biodiversity may not be much different from biodiversity 300 million years ago, whereas others consider the fossil record reasonably reflective of the diversification of life. Estimates of the present global macroscopic species diversity vary from 2 million to 100 million, with a best estimate of somewhere near 9 million. The vast majority arthropods. Diversity appears to increase continually in the absence of natural selection. The existence of a global carrying capacity, limiting the amount of life that can live at once, is debated as is the question of whether such a limit would also cap the number of species. While records of life in the sea shows a logistics pattern of growth, life on land, including insects, plants, and tetrapods, shows an exponential rise in diversity. As one scientist states, tetrapods have not yet invaded 64% of potentially habitable modes, and it could be that without human influence, the ecological 
and taxonomic diversity of tetrapods would continue to increase in an exponential fashion until most or all of the available echo space is filled. On the other hand, changes through the Phanerozoic correlate much better with the hyperbolic model widely used in population biology, demography, and macrosociology, as well as fossil biodiversity, than with exponential and logistic models. The exponential and logistic models imply that changes in diversity are guided by first-order positive feedback, meaning more ancestors, more descendants, and or a negative feedback arising from resource limitation. Hyperbolic models implies a second-order positive feedback the hyperbolic pattern of the world population growth arises from a second-order positive feedback between the population size and the rate of technological growth. The hyperbolic character of biodiversity growth can be similarly accounted for by a feedback between diversity and community structure complexity. The similarity between the curves of biodiversity and human population probably comes from the fact that both are derived from the inference of the hyperbolic trend with cyclical and other dynamics. Most biologists agree, however, that the period since human emergence is part of a new mass extinction, named the Holocene Extinction Event, caused primarily by the impact humans are having on the environment. It has been argued that the present rate of extinction is sufficient to eliminate most species on the planet Earth within 100 years. New species are regularly discovered. On an average between 5 and 10,000 new species each year, most of them insects, and many, though discovered, are not yet classified. Estimates are that nearly 90% of all arthropods are not yet classified. Most of the terrestrial diversity is found in tropical forests 
And in general, land has more species than the ocean. Some 8.7 million species may exist on the earth, of which some 2.1 million live in the ocean. Biodiversity supports ecosystem services, including air quality, climate, CO2 sequestration, water purification, pollination, and prevention of erosion. Since the Stone Age, species loss has accelerated above the prior rate, driven by human activity. Estimates of species loss are at a rate 100 to 10,000 times as fast as in typical in the fossil record. Crop diversity aids recovery when the dominant cultivar is attacked by a disease or predator. The Irish potato blight of 1846 was a major factor in the deaths of one million people and the immigration of another million. It was the result of planting only two potato varieties, both vulnerable to the blight. When rice grassy stunt virus struck rice fields from Indonesia to India in the 1970s, 6,273 varieties of rice were tested for resistance. Only one was resistant, an Indian variety and known to science only since 1966. This variety formed a hybrid with other varieties and is now widely grown. Coffee rust attacked coffee plantations in Sri Lanka, Brazil, and Central America in 1970. A resistant coffee variety was found in Ethiopia. Monoculture was a contributing factor to several agriculture disasters, including the European wine industry collapse in the late 19th century and the U.S. Southern corn leaf blight epidemic of 1970. Although about 80% of humans' food supply comes from just 20 kinds of plants, humans use at least 40,000 species. Many people depend on these species for food, shelter, and clothing. Earth-surviving biodiversity provides resources for increasing the range of food and other products suitable for human use. Earth-surviving 
although the present extinction rate shrinks that potential. Biodiversity's relevance to human health is becoming an international political issue. As scientific evidence builds on the global health implications of biodiversity loss, this issue is closely linked with the issue of climate change, as many of the anticipated health risks of climate change are associated with changes in biodiversity. Example, changes in populations and distribution of disease vectors, scarcity of fresh water, impacts on agricultural biodiversity, and food resources. This is because the species most likely to disappear are those that buffer against infectious disease transmission, while surviving species tend to be the ones that increase disease transmission, such as that of the West Nile virus, Lyme disease, and hantavirus. The growing demand and lack of drinkable water on the planet presents an additional challenge to the future of human health. Partly, the problem lies in the success of water suppliers to increase supplies and failure of groups promoting preservation of water resources. While the distribution of clean water increases, in some parts of the world, it remains unequal. According to the 2008 World Population Data Sheet, only 62% of least developed countries are able to access clean water. Some of the health issues influenced by biodiversity include dietary health and nutrition security, infectious disease, medical science and medicinal resources, social and psychological health. Biodiversity is also known to have an important role in reducing disaster risk and in post-disaster relief and recovery efforts. Biodiversity provides critical support for drug discovery and the availability of medicinal resources. A significant proportion of drugs are derived directly or indirectly from biological sources. At least 50% of the pharmaceutical compounds on the U.S. market are derived from plants, animals, and microorganisms, while about 80% of the world population depends on medicines from nature used in either modern or traditional medical practices for primary health care.
only a tiny fraction of wild species have been investigated for medical potential. Biodiversity has been critical to advances throughout the field of bionics. Evidence from market analysis and biodiversity science indicates that the decline in output from the pharmaceutical sector since the mid-1980s can be attributed to a move away from natural product exploration, otherwise known as bioprospecting, in favor of genomics and synthetic chemistry. Meanwhile, natural products have a long history of supporting significant economic and health innovation. Marine ecosystems are particularly important, although inappropriate bioprospecting can increase biodiversity loss as well as violating the laws of the communities and states from which the resources are taken. Many industrial materials derived directly from biological sources. These include building materials, fibers, dyes, rubber, and oil. Biodiversity is also important to the security of resources such as water, timber, paper, fiber, and food. As a result, Biodiversity loss is a significant risk factor in business development and a threat to long-term economic sustainability. Biodiversity enriches leisure activities such as hiking, bird watching, or natural history study. Biodiversity inspires musicians, painters, sculptors, writers, and other artists. Many cultures view themselves as an integral part of the natural world, which requires them to respect other living organisms. Popular activities such as gardening, fish keeping, and specimen collecting strongly depend on biodiversity. The number of species involved in such pursuits is in the tens of thousands. Philosophically, it could be argued that biodiversity has intrinsic, aesthetic, and spiritual value to mankind in and of itself. This idea can be used as a counterweight to the notion that tropical forests and other ecological realms are only worthy of conservation because of the services they provide. Biodiversity supports many ecosystem services that are often not readily visible. 
It plays a part in regulating the chemistry of our atmosphere and water supply. Biodiversity is directly involved in water purification, recycling nutrients, and providing fertile soils. Experiments with controlled environments have shown that humans cannot easily build ecosystems to support human needs. For example, insect pollination cannot be mimicked, and that activity alone represents tens of billions of dollars in ecosystem services per year to humankind. Daisy World simulations, supported by evidence from scientific studies, have proven the positive correlation of biodiversity with ecosystem stability, protecting against disruption by extreme weather or human exploitation. According to the Global Taxonomy Initiative and the European Distributed Institute of Taxonomy, the total number of species for some phyla may be much higher than what we know today. There could be as many as 10 to 30 million species of insects. We know of one million today. There could be as many as five to 10 million bacteria, 1.5 million fungi, one million mites. The number of microbial species is not reliably known, but the Global Ocean Sampling Expedition dramatically increased the estimates of genetic diversity by identifying an enormous number of new genes from near-surface plankton samples at various marine locations initially over the 2004-2006 period. The findings may eventually cause a significant change in the way science defines species and other taxonomic categories. Since the rate of extinction has increased, many living species may become extinct before they are described. No longer do we have to justify the existence of humid tropical rainforests on the feeble grounds that they might carry plants with drugs that cure human disease. Gaia theory forces us to see that they offer much more than this. Through their capacity to evapotranspirate vast volumes of water vapor, they serve to keep the planet cool by wearing a sunshade of white reflecting cloud. Their replacement by cropland could precipitate a disaster 
that is global in scale. During the last century, decreases in biodiversity have been increasingly observed. In 2007, the German environmental minister estimated that up to 30% of all species will be extinct by the year 2050. Of these, about one-eighth of known plant species are threatened with extinction. Estimates reach as high as 140,000 species per year based on species area theory. This figure indicates unsustainable ecological practices because few species emerge each year. Almost all scientists acknowledge that the rate of species loss is greater now than at any other time in human history, with extinctions occurring at rates hundreds of times higher than background extinction rates. As of 2012, some studies suggest that 25% of all mammal species could be extinct in 20 years. In 2006, Many species were formally classified as rare or endangered or threatened. Moreover, scientists have estimated that millions more species are at risk which have not been formally recognized. About 40% of the 40,000 species assessed using the IUCN Red List criteria are now listed as threatened with extinction, a total of about 16,000. Jared Diamond describes an evil quartet of habitat destruction, overkill, introduced species, and secondary extinctions. Edward O. Wilson prefers the acronym HIPPO, standing for Habitat Destruction, Invasive Species, Pollution, Human Overpopulation, and Overharvesting. The most authoritative classification in use today is IUCN's Classification of Direct Threats, which has been adapted by major international conservation organizations, such as the U.S. Nature Conservancy, the World Wildlife Fund, Conservation International, and BirdLife International. Habitat destruction has played a key role in extinctions, 
especially related to tropical rainforest destruction. Factors contributing to habitat loss are overpopulation, deforestation, pollution, air pollution, water pollution, and soil contamination, and global warming or climate change. Habitat size and numbers of species are systematically related. Physical larger species and those living at lower latitudes or in forests or oceans are more sensitive to reduction in habitat area. Conversion to trivial standardized ecosystems, example monoculture following deforestation, effectively destroys habitat for the more diverse species that precede the conversion. In some countries, lack of property rights or lax law regulatory enforcement necessarily leads to biodiversity loss. A 2007 study conducted by the National Science Foundation found that biodiversity and genetic diversity are codependent, that diversity among species requires diversity within a species and vice versa. If any one type of species is removed from the system, the cycle can break down and the community become dominated by a single species. At present, the most threatened ecosystems are found in fresh water, according to the Millennium Ecosystem Assessment 2005, which was confirmed by the Freshwater Animal Diversity Assessment Co-extinctions are a form of habitat destruction. Co-extinctions occur when the extinction or decline in one accompanies the other, such as plants and beetles. Barriers, such as large rivers, seas, oceans, mountains, and deserts, encourage diversity by enabling independent evolution on either side of the barrier. The term invasive species is applied to species that breach the natural barriers that would normally keep them constrained. Without barriers, such species occupy new territory, often supplanting native species by occupying their niches or by using resources that would normally sustain native species. Such invasions can therefore substantially reduce diversity. Human activities have frequently been the cause of invasive species, circumventing their barriers by introducing them for food and other purposes. Human activities therefore allow species to migrate to new areas and thus become invasive, occurred on timescales much shorter than historically have been required 
for a species to extend its range. Not all introduced species are invasive, nor all invasive species deliberately introduced. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.